Hello and welcome to UE Bristol's Let's Talk Now podcast. In this brand new series, we're tackling the stigma around mental health by encouraging everyday conversations and sharing positive stories from our students, staff and partners about mental health and wellbeing. In this episode, UE Bristol staff Anna and Rick talk about how it feels to have depression and how people's understanding of the condition has improved over the last 20 years. Yeah, so on on a really bad day, I just, it was like being totally in fog, um, ev- moving everything and you shut, you tend to, it's like your mind shuts down everything right. and you stop functioning um, as a sort of weird coping mechanism to, I don't know, overload or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it's like bringing yourself into a familiar place where nothing can get, get to you. Right. Um, so complete retreat, sh- completely yeah. retreating, is yes. that what you mean? Yeah. So as a short-term coping mechanism, yes, maybe, but it's it's no good for, you know, getting out there and getting on with life, and it's you. It's kind of self-perpetuating. In fact, you, I describe your mind. You, it's, I describe it like your brain making traps for itself. Mm. It's like you know you're getting into a hole. Um, you can see the trap, but you still do it because in the hole is is something fami- that you're familiar with. Right. Um, so that's where things totally like mindfulness retreating. can be really helpful yeah. because it's about re-training um, the brain mm. to not keep going down the same yeah. path, isn't it? It's tra- training the neural pathways to kind yeah. of take a different route. But it sounds like you've found ways to avoid that same pitfall. Yes, I found um, C, it's the CBT um, techniques, and that's uh, yeah, cognitive behavioural th- therapy um, practices work quite well for that. Mm. Um, so there's some useful exercises I've kind of learned for tackling negative thinking. So mm. you start recognising the way your brain's sort of channeling you into sort of discounting lots of information and. You know, oh, I'm so bad, or everything's awful, catastrophizing. And some exercises I've learned through um, CBT and the recent the employee assistance program here at UU has been very, very useful within providing an online version of that, which has been beautiful to recap some of those ideas as well. Right. But challenging negative thinking. So I found useful would be able to build up sort of evidence for and against some of my thoughts. The trick is being able to capture that that thought that's the the one thought that's think that's um, driving the negative behaviour the, yeah. the hot thought of so I've heard it called right before. okay yeah um, so that could be something like um, oh I don't know I'm just trying to think of a good ex- example of one recently it's a bit it's a, it's a bit like having to forcing yourself to shine a shine a sort of torch into a dark murky cupboard that you don't really want to look into right um but uh that sort of the dark 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 murky cupboard is never going to get any better if you don't sort of open the doors get some fresh air yes air it all out yeah and just just make sure if you're aware that there's something going bad there it's never going to get better if you just shut the doors and leave it yeah so it's it's like mentally having a spring clean of those dark murky cupboards yeah, um, no, that, that makes sense. That's a really good way yeah. to, to describe it. So when you've done things like cognitive behavioural therapy, was that as a group or individually? Or I've done both, actually. Both, um, yeah. Recently, 
the employee assistance program was a was a one to one telephone uh, sort of conversation. So I was I was in touch with a I had some sessions with a with their um, therapist over the phone at certain times. Those were useful as a recap. In the past, I've done a group therapy session through some of the support I've got through Bristol yeah. Council. Yeah. Um, those were very very good. There yeah. was one called Right Steps that I found really really useful and. Being in a group situation, at first I was a bit intimidated by the thought of that, going along to that. I wasn't sure what I'd get out of it, if it was my sort of thing or not. But, yeah, the on the core of people that were going along there towards the end there were very, very supportive. And yeah. it's also good knowing you're not you you're not you're not alone in suffering. Exactly, exactly. There are Isn't plenty of people weird? going through similar things. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah we yes, I, have, did, I did the eight-week yeah. mindfulness-based stress reduction course mm. um, when I was in Somerset, when I was going through a period of just feeling quite sort of overwhelmed, really, with uh, levels of workload. Um, and I found that really helpful. Um, and again, I just think there is something really normalising about being mm. in a group. When, yeah. And um, I mean, it covers a lot of the things, mindfulness and cognitive behavioural therapy, you know, kind of overlap mm. in, in places, don't they? And but, um, yeah, so having that group support through some of those exercises as well means if you're struggling, you can get some other input from other people in the room. Yeah. Which is good. But, yeah, the evidence for and against uh, a negative thought is quite good. So even sometimes if you look at everything and you can sort of weigh, discount some things and... You can come away with a with a better sentence that's better sums it up that's not quite so negative as mm. your initial thought. So, if you can come away from the exercise not quite believing how, how bad your initial thought was as much as when you went into it, you've you've improved. Yeah. Um, but things do go wrong. There are reasons why why we feel bad and and and. Uh, Yes, and we have to accept that, don't we, really? There's something about kind of accepting how you feel um, and sometimes just being able to kind of sit with that if things go wrong or things are uncomfortable and and everybody's lives, things happen Mm. and and you have to be able to kind of sit with and manage some of those feelings, don't you? Yeah. Um, uh, And sometimes just trying to avoid feelings is not helpful because they're still there, aren't they? So... um, but being able to talk with your colleagues as well, having that support is very useful. And I found, you know, the my my team my team at U we have been very very supportive. Mm. This is the first time I've actually been open about what I'm going through. So I have actually sort of discussed with the team. You know, okay, I'm suffering from depression. Um, I've had done it for a bit. So I'm getting support. My my manager's been very supportive as well. So we've set up some risk assessments mm-hmm. and. Need to sort of set up some uh, means of sort of um, negotiating our way through this. And they, yeah, UE has been an extremely supportive workplace, um, which is encouraging. Yeah, um, yeah, that's really good to know. I, I have been in some work, bad, very bad workplaces in the past that uh, have, I don't think I would have been as open as I have with them. Mm. So we have come a long way in the last 20 or 20, 25 years. Yeah, I think, you know, the fact that we're sitting here and exactly. being recorded in a, in a podcast, just kind of yeah. trying to normalise that, you know. I mean, for, you know, there's different kind of spectrums of um, of mental health and well-being, aren't there? And yeah. and we're all on a different point at different times, depending, oh, yeah. you know. Um, so I, I haven't perhaps experienced that kind of sort of deep depression that you're mm talking about but that kind of overwhelm of task and those you know when yeah. we started we were talking about just when you change situations change jobs change the things yeah. kind of 
yeah, just kind of managing change, managing different periods of your life as well as, you know, um, yeah. um, it's good, just good to know that there are strategies out there that work and and just talking to other people about oh, what absolutely. works for them is really helpful, isn't it? I think it's absolutely, I think absolutely essential to getting through this is recognising that you are not, you are not superhuman and yeah. recognising that you are struggling, um, ideally before you get so deep. Yeah, definitely. And having that conversation with your manager and, and 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 any other support you've got out there, you've got friends. I've got a very good wife who's also very supportive and yeah. sort of understands where I'm coming from as well with my, the way my brain works. She's also suffered from depression as well. Mm. Fortunately, it's never happened at the same time. We've, right, we've kind of made a pact with each other not not to get depressed <laughs> at the same time. And so far. Yeah, it's, I mean that's one of those okay. very important things. Yeah. Connection with other people is really important, yeah. isn't it? So whether that's with partner, you know, partner or family, or wider friends, because if you're feeling low or overwhelmed, or there can be a tendency for people to with to withdraw. Oh yeah. When actually, in many ways, that's the worst thing you can mm. do. The best thing you can do is kind of reach out and make yourself kind of get out there, yeah. do things, you know, be with people. Just. Um, yeah, that, I, um, that is one of the traps the brain sets for it. Yeah. When it withdraws totally, you stop seeing, you stop calling your friends, you stop calling your mum and yeah. dad. You think, oh, your friend invites you out to go 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 out for a couple of drinks, and you think, oh, your brain automatically thinks, oh, I, I, if the time comes around, oh, it's it's a long journey out into town and it's dark, I can't be bothered. Um, no, I'm feeling too tired to do that. Mm. I've always, always, always found if I make myself go out there. And meet that person. Nothing bad's ever happened, and in fact, yeah. I always end up having a good time. A good time. Oh, well, yeah. it's been ages since I've caught up with them. Yeah, I yeah. Should, we should do this more. Yeah. So yeah. the key is force yourself not to listen to that initial negative thing that's stopping you from going yes. out there. Yeah. And get out there. Yeah. So what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. If 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 the evening if if you are you do get out there and you find you're too tired and it's not going very you well, can come you can in, come can't in you? Again. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, yeah not going not going out at all. You're self, it's a self perpetuating thing, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, the brain is quite it's quite adept at setting those traps for itself, and yeah, you've just got to force yourself to recognize them and, and absolutely challenge, challenge them and get yeah. out there and yeah. get out there and do more. Yeah, you've been listening to the Let's Talk Now podcast, part of you Bristol's Mental Wealth Lab initiative. You can let us know what you thought of this episode by getting in touch with us via Twitter at UE Bristol, use the hashtag Let's Talk Now. If you're interested in being part of future podcasts, we'd also love to hear from you. Until next time, take care and thanks for listening.